Hey everyone, my name is Megan and welcome back to the What's Your Why podcast. So just for context, today's episode was actually recorded back in January 2023. Today is Aaron Comiskey's birthday, my best friend. It's the 28th of May, so this episode was recorded a hot minute ago. I actually can't remember why I didn't post it. I think we must have recorded it when I was still in a bit of a funk when it came to the podcast. By the way, I like to um, refer to my depression as a funk, but that's what it was. I listened to this episode yesterday because I miss Aaron so much. I think the fact that it's his birthday just is making me think about him so much. He's currently in Florida with his boyfriend and his family. I'm two months into living in Australia. I just miss him a lot. So I listened back to this podcast and it made me laugh, made me cry. There was lots, lots of emotion in it. So I wanted to share it today. We kind of talk about everything in this podcast. Like I said, we recorded it in January. So we talk about how we're really doing, how we feel coming into the new year. Aaron talks about coming to terms with the fact that his last relationship ended because he was cheated on and he talks a lot about being in his single girl era which obviously it's funny now like five six months on because now he's booed up with someone that makes him very happy um so yeah it's funny to look back at that um we talk about therapy I was just finishing up with therapy and a mental health hospital when we recorded this podcast and Aaron was considering going back to therapy we'll do an update on how that actually went eventually um I feel like we talk a little bit about sex I definitely talk about my sexuality in it and um, we talk about everything so do you know what girls buckle up have a good time it's been a hot minute since we've done <laughs> a real talk Tuesday segment <laughs> sorry Aaron laughing because I said his line but you said it wrong last time you said let's talk Tuesday it's real talk Tuesday <laughs> well sorry as you said it's been a minute so you know, <laughs> excuse me for human error <laughs> Speaking of human error, how's your life going at the minute? (laughs) (laughs) My life lately is one giant human error. (laughs) My life lately has been kind of crazy. Things are everywhere. People are everywhere. I'm doing, you know, I got like in trouble in work, but it's okay because I'm changing my schedule. I'm focusing on music, focusing on friends. I'm in a good place, focusing on new friendships, relationships. It's just like... I'm in a good place. It's funny that our last episode we recorded was body image, correct? Yeah. 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 And I've since lost a lot of weight since then, but just not like naturally. Not naturally. But you've been vaping and starving yourself instead of eating. Yeah, yeah, just little things like that. You know, human error. You know how it is. <laughs> um, and how have you been since like losing the bit of weight? Like how do you feel in yourself? Have you felt any difference? Like how are you feeling in yourself? I feel good. I feel better when I walk out the front door. I feel better when I get in my clothes. Um, I've something that I still haven't really warmed up to yet is like people saying it to me, mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you've lost loads of weight," and I'm like, "I know they mean well by saying that, but I'm just like, it's really awkward, and it's not actually a nice compliment to give anyone." And we talked about the last time on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, we did. I remember saying, I remember um talking about it. But I think that's an old person thing. Even when, remember what your dad was saying, everything. Oh, have you lost weight? And you're like, I've actually put on weight. I don't know why. Yeah. But yeah, that's still something I'm adjusting to. But nonetheless, when people say, "Oh, I've lost weight," you look great. I'm still like, "Ew," and then, you know. I think you looked great with the weight and without the weight. I think you always look great. So these bitches, they people just look for things to say. It's like they feel like they have to word vomit the first thing they notice when they see it. And I think it's visible that you've lost weight. But it's like, what if you visibly put on weight? People are like, "Oh my god, you put on weight!" So why should they feel like they can be like, "Oh my god, you lost weight"? It's like, bitch, what if it's because I had an eating disorder? Which. <laughs> 
mean, human error. Yep. That's what when you say like, well done, I don't feel proud. I'm not like, oh, thank you. I'm like, I didn't like this. This didn't happen purposely. Like, so I don't feel accomplished. I just feel like it's from a, a bad routine and like eating shit. Are we ever happy? Because, you know, when we're bigger, we want to be skinnier. When we're skinnier, we're like, oh, we didn't do it the right way. We're never happy. No, I am happier in my body right now. So that's grand. Not my goal, but I mean, are we ever going to reach our goal with bodies? Who knows? No, I'm doing okay. I have some stuff to sort out, but I'm getting there. And tell me, <laughs> do you think I should go back to therapy? No, I'm joking. <laughs> How are you? Yes, and yeah. <laughs> yes, and next question. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna answer how I am. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna turn back to that therapy because always please go to therapy because <laughs> I can't do it. Anyway, I am good. I feel like I'm starting to come back to myself. Like obviously, I kind of had to just put pause on everything that was happening in my life and press pause on everything I was passionate about. It's not even like I made that decision. It's like depression made it for me. Not even in like a joking way. I just didn't have any energy to give to anything. Friendships, relationships. I just had to press pause on everything in life. And I finally feel like I'm starting to come home to myself again. You know, I put a lot of work in. I was in therapy all year. I was attending the day hospital. You know, I'm putting a lot of time into myself and into my healing I haven't felt the payoff yet and I think I'm still kind of getting there like I'm still kind of getting to the point where I'm like happy but I think I'm really glad that I'm starting to feel good now so that I'm not running away from anything by the time the end of March comes I can just kind of be satisfied that I'm going because it feels right not because I'm running away from my depression cave you know I'm I'm definitely a therapy advocate and I, I actually spent the last two sh- two sessions with my therapist crying that I'm going to lose that space for her and I still haven't accepted that fact that I'm not going to have that but do you genuinely feel like you're ready to start therapy? Yes I am I was in therapy you know I was in therapy last year they moved to uh Spain. Thank god she was shit. <laughs> She told you to smoke a cart, bro. And I didn't even go to talk about quitting smoking or anything like that. So I don't know why she told me to do that. <laughs> oh, to regulate my breathing, that's what it was. But yeah, she moved to Spain. Very selfish, actually. Very inconsiderate of me. But it's probably for the best because I'd like to move on to someone new, tell my story again, get into something. Maybe pay a bit more cash and try to get someone a bit because she was a trainee. Uh-huh. It really just depends. It sounds like the one that you had, like she worked for you in some ways, but... The same amount I pay for my therapist now, I paid for a therapist when she was on maternity leave and that one was shit. So it's probably just it. You got to keep going till you find the right fit. You want to tell your story over again. I would rather stick needles in my eyes. Do you think the story that you tell them will be different? I think the story I tell them will be a bit different because there are different outlooks on what happened. I know you have had your fair share of swapping therapists and moving on and telling your story over and over again. But for me, I've only done that once. God, I worked through so much in there. She was amazing, actually. Um, I did find it helpful and then why did I stop because I felt like I didn't I started dreading it every week and I felt like I didn't need to go anymore I didn't know what to talk about yeah. and then that was me thinking oh I'm done I've, I've reached my, my end journey but that's <laughs> far from true maybe you did need to experience life a little bit before going straight in again with a new person maybe yeah that's actually a really good point why is your therapy journey and why can't you do online sessions with your current therapist since you like them so much because they're actually going to maternity leave so either way whether i wanted to continue them or not that's a sting isn't it i know and like i had in my head that like i know sorry (laughs) pull yourself together clearly she's possessing my body hang on like my flights are booked for australia i know i'm leaving but it's just kind of when 
I realized from her side as well, like we can't continue sessions because obviously maternity leave. I was like, no, no. Like I actually like that's when it really hit me that I'm not going to have the space. But I kind of just shut down when I realized that I wasn't going to have the space. And I was like, I'm so stupid for letting someone in. Like I really felt like she understood me. But she said something that really kind of clicked at me. Like I was upset. Obviously, I was crying. And I was like, I just feel like you as a therapist really understands me and like you understand like how to help. And I just feel really seen in my journey. And she was like, sis, that's the bare minimum. Like that's the bare minimum to expect. Like the fact that I've probably experienced so many different people in life that didn't understand me. I think when I meet people that do understand me, I'm like, I don't ever want them to go because I'm like, what the fuck? Like my I feel so seen. I don't know. I feel so validated or like I'm not crazy when I meet people like that. But I definitely feel more like stronger. You did really good with sticking in that day hospital. When you first went, I thought you were going to go for two weeks and I was going to be something like, oh, yeah, I tried. I'm not doing that. But you're still going to that today. Yeah. You are putting in the the active work on yourself. So super proud of you, to be honest. Oh, thank you so much. It's weird. I definitely thought I was going to fucking leave after the first time I went down the first time I went I literally had a panic attack and there's been so many times since that I I genuinely thought I wasn't going to get anything out of it I just don't think anyone really knows what to expect when they go to a place like that well what is because I'm just thinking now if I was listening to a talk and I actually wouldn't know what that is so why don't you just say what the day hospital is yeah good point look I think it's different for everyone like this I see as just ways to continue my healing so what it looks like is group sessions there's art therapies there's acupuncture um they even do like cooking groups if you want it like if you need more like life skills um anxiety management groups the way I got into it was I was like in one of the roughest points in my life and I was like I just needed to see a psychiatrist more regularly because I had the diagnosis of depression but I just felt like there was a bit more going on and I went and she said she wanted to see me on like a more regular basis because she couldn't give me the diagnosis first go like first meeting and then she recommended me go to this day clinic um, which is like what I just explained. So eventually then I got the diagnosis of complex PTSD and depression, which was great. But like I still go because I find it so helpful. Like they've gotten me through like one of the lowest points in my life. Generally, like you're only supposed to be in there for six weeks because like my attendance rate was so bad at the start. It's like coming on to nine months or something that I've been here. I had such a stigma on it. I was like, I'm not sick enough to be here. Like my mental health isn't as bad as other maybe people I was seeing and then just like being really angry at my nurse sometimes as well like I just wouldn't go back down but now that I actually am consistent with it I find it way more beneficial that's kind of what it is if you want to like be referred to a place like that you can go to your GP and they can help sign you up for it but it just takes ages it's free of like charge obviously because it's with, it's with the HSE um but the wait lists are super long um, but it's really good. The one-to-one service is probably like what I found most beneficial, like with my nurse. Oh, one thing my GP said to me um, was that it's recommended to be on antidepressants and then you can get in faster. I don't know if that's true or if it's because I was so against antidepressants and she knew I desperately needed to be on them. But you're also on antidepressants. So like what's your journey been like with anti-Ds? Yeah, I've been taking them since last September. No, it was the September before. Wow, so this September... If I continue them, I'll be taking them two years. My journey with the antidepressants have been great. Like, they've just kind of... I haven't had um, 
I was going to say I haven't had a panic attack since I started taking them. And that was my core issue. But I have. I did have one in, in London when I went to see Charlie XCX. I mean, she would do that to anybody, wouldn't she? <laughs> but um, yeah, I was in a really bad place during that time. But otherwise, it's been all good. I met my doctor like uh, like a few months ago, maybe. And she's like, oh, your prescription's ending. I don't know how you're getting on with them. You want to continue? What do you want to do? I was like, yeah, I want to continue the, the milligram that I'm on now for the next while. I'll run this course and then I'll pop in and we'll chat and see what's going on. So yeah. I'm, I'm doing all good with them to be honest I did have like a week or two where like I forgot to take them for a week and oh my god don't do that yeah. anxiety through the roof my body was like what are you doing <laughs> how do you do like apart from like taking antidepressants like how do you manage your anxiety honestly things that I learned in therapy help a lot like exercise whatever room you're in or space you're in choose a color focus on it focus on a different color and then just plant your feet on the ground just remind yourself and the breathing you don't realize what your breathing is like when you're actually panicked yeah it's so quick and you're like you're probably thinking oh no it's not quick it's fine i'm breathing normal you are breathing so quickly so pause deep breaths oh mm. they ground you so much so i've kind of learned how to nip it in the bud i'm like ah, ah, ah. i'm too busy for a panic attack right now <laughs> <laughs> what's been like the weirdest place that you've had a panic attack um oh my god in the car on the way to galway <laughs> Do you oh, remember that? Like, <laughs> so so awful. Oh my god, I had pins and needles running through my whole arms. And after the whole I've never thing, seen you so scared. I was terrified. I thought I was dying. I thought <laughs> I was dying. Like, and then after the whole thing, I ran into the bathroom, put cold water on my arms, and I got back into scary and started driving again. Then Neve was like, Yeah, sometimes it happens to me. I'm like, you tell me that now, Neve. <laughs> tell me that now. You couldn't have said this when I panicking about 20 minutes ago in the car. I could see that you thought you were about to die. We couldn't do anything. I mean, you probably could have said a little bit sooner that she experienced it so you knew that it was anxiety. But what do you think in moments like that you needed from us? To take me to a hospital. <laughs> Fair. That's where my mind was. It's like, I have to go to the hospital. I'm not going to make it. And it was so hot. Oh my God, it was so hot. His car like didn't have aircon or something, didn't it? No? His car. Your ex-boyfriend's. <laughs> The, the aircon didn't work in the car, no, it didn't. And then windows were down, but Jesus, just Sahara heat coming in them windows, I'll tell you that. And then we got COVID that weekend. That was actually, we should, there was warning signs that we should not have gone down there. My phone smashed the morning of, you were fucking panic attacking on the phone to your therapist the day before, being like, should I go on this staycation? And she was like, bitch, no. Yeah, I should listen to my God. I shouldn't have went on that trip. It did me no good. In our last podcast, we were too fresh out of our relationships to talk about anything I think like there's literally two days between our breakups I broke up with my girlfriend on the Tuesday and you got broken up on the Thursday so let's talk a little bit about how we're doing post breakup more so you I'm pretty much unaffected (laughs) but he's on the market ladies for 22 plus 22 plus is that my size is that my size (laughs) 22 plus year olds oh you can go to 19 if I want no you pervert <laughs> wait a minute is he 19 no okay so yeah you were actually on the opposite end of the spectrum in terms of breakups so me and you did have kind of different experiences although we we're both experiencing the loss we're still you know on different situations of it yeah i was like celebrating tap dancing at the funeral and you were like crying <laughs> <laughs> that's so mean only recently am i actually coming to terms with what actually happened in my relationship in my nearly five year long relationship like what actually went down and why it actually ended i'm only coming to terms with it now you want to talk about it or no yeah i was cheated on i was cheated on that's so sorry just give me a minute i'm just joking (laughs) so weird because i didn't see it as cheating for this whole time when we broke up i didn't see it as cheating probably until like around november 
vibes you know what I mean yeah so that whole time from March to November I just thought like it was just differences within ourselves so realizing that I've been cheated on has actually it has actually made things clearer yeah I have I have some issues that I need to work through I've I never thought I'd be this bitch but I have a crazy lack of trust obviously it sounds like normal from considering that I was cheated on so of course I have lack of trust but I always I never thought of myself like that so I'm kind of struggling to to deal with that that oh and boys think with their dicks, no offence, like, not all boys and all that stuff, it's annoying that you've been left in that situation. That's when I was saying, should I go back to therapy? It's mostly to work through that, that kind of, um, mischievous, mischievous. Dickhead behaviour, like. Deceitful, deceit, deceit, yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, so I need to work through that because, but sorry, that wasn't the question. What, what, what was your question? How am I doing since my breakup? I don't know what the question was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, who cares? I'm only realising how it's impacted me now that I start talking to new people and I start seeing someone else and then I'm like, I'm just going to get into the nitty gritties. Like, I've nothing to hold back. Like, it's just you and a million other people. Like, what? even when I'm going to sleep, I'm having these crazy dreams. Whoever I'm talking to is like talking to other people and they're cheating on me and they turn around and, oh, I just don't have feelings for you anymore. You know, all that kind of stuff. It's all in my dreams. And I'm waking up and I'm like, why am I crazy? And I'm like, I'm not crazy. I'm hurt. Yes, you're hurt. Girl, shout at me. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know why that excited me so much. I think you just went straight from breakups, straight into hookups, straight into, you know, how can I fuck myself out of this? Whereas just accepting it and accepting that you got a bit of healing to do. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm aware of it, like, because I'm so unaware of it. I so it just shutting it off for so long. And I'm like, no, I was cheated on. And that's impacted me. And it is now impacting future relationships that I'm trying to have. So I need to make a change because am I going to let this person ruin my future relationships? Hell no. Because no. I'm a lover. You know what I mean? I love people. I love getting to know people. I love dating. And I can't do any of that if in the back of my mind I think they're, you know, cheating on me or something like that it's not gonna work okay and i have a question for you because obviously sexuality crisis let's go i've been dating a guy recently and i just find it so much harder to communicate with any walking being with a penis how i'm actually feeling like i find it so much easier to real talk with girls like how do you find it in new relationships new situationships talking about like any insecurities that you have i don't want to scare anyone off or anything like that but I also realize I am getting better because I am starting to have those conversations and even mm-hmm. like the guy that I'm talking to now I told him that next time I see him in person like I want to have that conversation with him oh like, I didn't know you said that well done yeah yeah I, I said it to him there last night actually and I was just like hey next you know I sent a, a voice message and I was like I, I tapped on it I said you know what we'll talk about this in person next time I see you because like it's kind of a you know something that I like to tell you I'm, I'm staying in your house like minimum once a week and like you only asked me the, the other night like what's your happy place and then I remember I answered and I was like I think I'd say my happy place would be in my bedroom with my lights on and my music playing and mm-hmm. I, I was like no that's my comfortable place my happy place would actually be in your apartment you know having a glass of wine and just <laughs> relaxing and just chatting that that really is so yeah it's 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 gotten me so much closer to you again and I want to soak you up before you leave as well because yeah and I really want to try to get all the time I can this is before I plant like a bomb in your suitcase but you know (laughs) (laughs) I think what we're learning is anyone who comes into your life next I need to read the full CV and if it doesn't say interest is making sure Aaron spends as much time with his best friend as possible he's not getting a look in do you know what I mean do you know what I mean like he's not getting a look in sense I, I agree with that 
but how I know we're on different ends of the spectrum but how has you breaking up with your girlfriend impacted you sorry I just had the most disgusting piece of dark chocolate oh my god anyway um uh, breakups don't impact me like I they just I think it's because I'm always the one that breaks up with the other person and um, there's been one time I've been heartbroken and I think it's the only time I've ever actually been in love and the one time I was heartbroken was when he broke up with me but any other relationship I just haven't been that impacted by so when I broke up with her I didn't feel anything I actually felt relief because five months before our before we broke up all of my therapy sessions were talking about how do I get out of this relationship um, and she was a lovely person but we just should never have been in a relationship I don't think um, like it just wasn't a match I think a lot of it was like secondary school high school kind of love of I felt like I had to post her on social media so that she felt like valued in the relationship and it was all this like artificial putting love out to the world but actually like we just weren't that happy together um, and I think because my job is so emotionally intense I think I need a relationship where I can laugh a lot and we didn't laugh that much um, and just everything like I think I it's always the same patterns for me like I stop wanting to have sex with a person I don't want to hang out with them I'll prioritize my friends over them and I end up becoming this absolute gay bag because I'm too afraid to fucking say okay we need to break up but in fairness, I did try to break up with her a few times and she said no, like she wouldn't let me. But I think that's a cop out for me to say. Um, but yeah, I don't think I was that impacted. Look, I'm not going to lie. The attention was less on the fact that I just come out of a relationship and more on the fact that I start fucking guys again. Yeah, that's the plot twist. Damn, I'm scared. What's going on there? I don't know. I'm queer. I'm a queer woman. I'm not closed off to anything. Life's too short. Remember when... <laughs> Remember when we'd be teenagers and you'd be like terrified to say you're bisexual because all the little straight lads would be like, oh, you're just greedy. Play Greedy by Ariana Grande. Look, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what my sexuality is. I'm enjoying not being in that relationship. I'm proud of myself for getting out of it, even though it took three months to make the decision. And I'm enjoying exploring my sexuality. Yes. Hello, every boy I'm with, I'm like, I'm still gay. <laughs> and it's usually after we have sex, I'm like, oh, but I'm still gay. And he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> Don't get it twisted, bitch. Don't get it twisted. This ain't love. This is lust. Sounds like we're both in um terrible places with our relationships. Amazing. Um, <laughs> so we're gearing up to have an exciting twenty twenty three. What's in plan? What are we up to? What's going on? Well, I know what you're up to, but you're you're um boycotting me and all of Ireland actually, which is a very smart thing to do. What so. does boycotting mean? Like cancelling. Oh yeah, I am. Good riddance. Go on by Ash. <laughs> what are you doing? Let's talk about you first because I just talked for ages. Well, yeah. I just went part time in my job. I've been working full time from like last September in the restaurant where I'm a supervisor because, you know, burgers are important just to get my monies up because I wanted to start saving to move away to Manchester to move to London or something like that. You still want to do that? No, no, no. I'm talking about where I was. Mm, mm. <laughs> okay, good. Um, yeah, so I was saving to move away and then. I realized Christmas came, Christmas left. Oh, nice. Um, I don't like the noise. Um, I'm so on mute. I'm on mute. Okay, good. Well, stay muted because I'm talking. Um, <laughs> she's laughing. She's just muted. Okay. I wasn't ready. laughing. Don't, don't, don't. Oh, look, she's pissing herself. Don't gaslight me. 
So I was going to move to London or Manchester, but now I've kind of put that on a pause. I actually have it in my notice and I consider quitting and doing music full time because I really want to get back into it. I really want to do all the things that my friends are doing because I've seen them do amazing things. I'm like, I can do that too. But I was going to go, uh, I was going to quit and then like go on social welfare and get like weekly payment and then just do sessions every day. But I weighed up like the money and stuff. And it, I actually, I'm earning more if I just stay two days a week in, in my job now. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going to work just the same two days every week. I'm going to work so hard on music, get my projects done, work with other people on their things. I just want to get back into the industry, back networking. I want to talk to people again. So that's my plan. I just, before I move to London or Manchester and make any kind of decision like that, I just want to work myself up here first, get a nice sturdy name for myself, like for Viscose, and uh, see where it takes me. But I do have plans on still moving, and I have that in the back of my mind. But for now, I'm taking every day as it comes. That's where I'm at, and that's my plan for 2023 money makes the world go round and I, I'm, I'm just not at a stage where I can be like I don't care about the money I'll make it work I'm like no I like to live a glamorous life I like to be able to have a pint with my friend if they're in town and just go and have the money there in my account just to tap you know six quid yeah. I need that. that's part of my sanity I need that kind of steady flow sorry side note I'm just fixing my pillows you know I actually stole this pillow like I was in a hotel in Galway and they had one of those big massive like um tray things full of brand new pillows like fully in the packages so i stole it and yeah i'm gonna hell for it but i don't care so comfy have you washed the actual pillow no because what if it loses the comfort of it <laughs> by making it wet and then dry again it's like one of those like duck feather pillows like it's such a comfy pillow so i'm like i don't want to wet those feathers that's gonna take ages what if it starts smelling like mold and shit like after ep do you know what i mean what is that the one with the black pill- uh, pillowcase on it no, that's what I gave you. I'm not yeah, giving you a good like, stolen pillow. Have you ever stolen anything before? Um, on Christmas Day, I stole a bottle of Seven Up and a bottle of Coke because the line was really long in at the garage. On Christmas Day, was it open? Yeah, it was open, and the line was so long. Everybody's buying vapes, and I was like, "Oh, that line's too long," so I just took two bottles, got my sister's car, and I was like, "Go." <laughs> I love they have my friends driving away. I was like, "Who cares? Keep going." <laughs> That's so good. Surf's the garage, right? Like they they shouldn't be open on Christmas. Yeah, it's their fault. They shouldn't have tempted me. Okay, enough of the kleptomania stories before we get cancelled. Um, question before we end: Where do you think I will be in five years' time? Um, I think you'll be. I see you in a blazer. I see you in a sophisticated blazer with your hair up and hoops. And your nails done and you're standing in the middle of like a library and you have like chairs in front of you and there's people sitting down and you're holding a book <laughs> so what like a book that i've written or just a book that i'm fancy doing a review on you need to write a damn book you're so much trauma you can't keep that to yourself oh my god that's exactly what my fucking therapist and my nurse says to me i'm like you absolute bitches that's just like another way of saying i have so much trauma that i should use that as entertainment Anyway, I think I'm going to get sick. I just realised that in 25 years, we'll be 29. That's absolutely disgusting. No, I'm killing myself before 27, sorry. (laughs) This is essentially a mental health podcast, bro. All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Edit that out. (laughs) No, I'm keeping it. I'm going to be cancelled. Actually, yeah, five years time. Five years time. I don't know. I can't, I can't. Who am I? God, am I Allah? I don't know. (laughs) Like what? Sorry, I know where you're going to be in five years. You're going to have a damn baby. 
I am I just I'm a witch sometimes and I feel like I'm gonna get pregnant in the next few years and like have a baby and then still be a successful businesswoman because that baby's gonna become content I won't show its face but that's gonna become content its first words are gonna be what's your why do you know what I mean <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna put you to goddamn work don't worry I'll give you the money but <laughs> I'm joking I'm joking I've never its first words will be mommy needs help words <laughs> <laughs> will be human error <laughs> Love. yeah who the fuck knows anyway so let's play a little game before we end it okay two truths you know everything about me okay two truths and one lie so there's a part of me that wants to stay working full time huh? I'm really scared about what this year holds for me and you're thinking of the lie, aren't you? <laughs> and I forgot how to play this game, actually. Because <laughs> I just said two lies. Can I say it again? Okay. <laughs> sorry, I just had two lies and one truth, sorry. Um, I want to lose more weight this year. I think my next release is going to be really successful. And I'm very content with the friends in my life right now. You only have me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point oh well okay um i want to lose more weight this year that's all you talk about so i know that's the truth the second one um what did you say i think my music is going to be really successful this year i think i hope that's the truth because you've got to have ambition You're no i think that's the lie <laughs> is it the lie and what's the third one your friends because you like your friends Oh yeah, yeah, the second one's a lie. I don't think it's going to be as successful this year. Isn't that sad? I know. It will be successful. Just make it happen. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay, my two treats and a lie. Um, <clears throat> I lost my virginity in the same room as you. I am a little bit nervous about going to Australia. You're beautiful. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> JK, what one do you think was true? What one do you think was a lie? The first one. Oh. In the same room as me? Well, my female virginity. The first time I had sex with a girl was in the same room as you. For some oh, of guy, not so much. Yeah, because that's what I think of. I, I don't count that kind of... I don't count those first few years of my life as um, true. Sorry. Yeah. So, yes. um, so uh, the first time I lost my female virginity was to you. Me? <laughs> you said the first time I lost my female virginity was to me. <laughs> Sorry, I lost it in a room with you not to you let me make that clear right i want to say a big thank you to everyone and listen if you if you're curious my name is viscose on spotify and don't be afraid to hit the follow <laughs> button and listen don't be afraid to share my instagram post either listen you're helping a girl out so you know peace love and happiness and all that and if if, if i was ariana grande what would you do you you would share my post so just pretend i'm here yeah okay thanks guys for listening i appreciate it yeah see you next week the streams are good when it's us together so you're a great business move for me so we have to keep this happening when i move to australia <laughs> I love being a great business move. Oh, you look crazy right now. Sorry. Oh, there we go. I was actually thinking halfway through, I was like, should I get a bobco? No! Why? Because you look like Maeve. <gasps> Guys, that's a foster kid that I lived with when I was like 17 and she looked like Dora the Explorer. <laughs> I can't believe you'd drag her in this podcast. Who, Dora? <laughs> <laughs> Well, same difference. <laughs> Poor Dora, hey. don't ever compare her to Maeve again. Okay, thanks guys. Thanks for listening. Okay, thanks. Bye. See you next week.